Whoa, slow down there, busy mama. Hey, welcome to the Mind Your Own Motherhood podcast. I'm Dina Stout. I am on a mission to help overwhelmed, stressed, and overstimulated moms enjoy and thrive in their life as a mom. No more feeling like you lost your identity or that you have to sacrifice everything about you to be a good mom. Hey, I'm a homeschooling mama to six. My hubby and farmer of 20 years and I, we run three businesses, including farming, all while building our farmhouse from scratch. Chaos and stress or a beautiful mess? Well, I'll let you decide. But I am here and I will be sharing about healthy mindsets, time management, self-care, homeschooling, marriage tips, and more. Welcome to my front porch. Get comfy or maybe grab that pile of clean laundry on your couch and get folding. Let's chat mom life. Hello there. So glad you're back for another episode or if this is your first time joining me, welcome. Nice to have you here. Okay, I am above and beyond happy and excited. I have been home kid free and it feels amazing. My mother took the kids for me for a few hours today and I am like three hours in to being kidless and it just feels wonderful. (laughs) And I thought, you know what, this is a great opportunity to do as much recording as I need to do and that's why I'm coming on and doing this podcast and I'm really looking forward to On January 16th, I will be hosting a Mind Your Motherhood workshop. I hope you will join me because this is going to be helping women who are struggling with the mental load of motherhood and the emotional roller coaster that that brings, how they can juggle that, still enjoy their family, and have the tools to be able to pursue their own goals. And I'm not talking about like, chasing a career or anything. I'm talking about having the home, the marriage, the the parenting that they really want and the things that are really important to them and be able to focus on that and make that dream become a reality for them. So that's what the workshop is going to be about and I hope you will join me. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so I'm really fired up because there's something that... I've been thinking about and I just feel like it needs to be talked about. So what's on my mind is the fact of let's look at the role of a mother, shall we? A mother has so many different things that she is juggling. Now right now if you were to make a list of all the things that you are juggling in your day-to-day life I bet it would be a pretty long list. It would probably start to feel really overwhelming and you would probably feel like, do we have to talk about it? (laughs) I don't want to look at it. I don't want to face it. There's a lot going on. It's really difficult. And I want you to take all of that and think about it for a few moments. Give yourself credit for how good you've been doing. Give yourself credit for all of the, the load that you've been carrying the strength you've been building in carrying it. And I want to talk about the fact that we as a society tend to not give mothers the ample support that they need 
and the right tools that they need to be able to bear that load. And we're not strengthening her enough and giving her the support, the tools, and the knowledge and know-how. I think a lot of times what happens is that we have this long list of ideals of like, this is what it should look like. This is how it should be. This is what you should be doing. And we kind of should all over women and make them feel like they're not. You're not doing enough. It's not enough. You're not enough. Try harder, do more. And a lot of discontentment, a lot of frustration, aggravation, and guilt all stems from that. And then I was thinking about, let's let's look at like CEOs of companies. Now, they're juggling a boatload of stuff. They are looking at a ton of different, they're managing people, they're managing money, they are managing all different things. They're managing, you know, the future. They have people's livelihoods in their balance. They have to look at so many different things to make a company run successfully. And while they're given tools, they're given strategies, they're given, you know, the the means to be able to operate those companies, they're given trainings on how to do it, what it, what it can look like and how they can show up. And then they're also instructed on, you know, how to avoid burnout and how to manage things properly. And I think, okay, they're, they're doing all of those things. They're getting the trainings. Their companies are paying for them to further their education and take the vacations that they need to handle the stresses. If you were to like compare a CEO and a mother, there's a lot that as far as the responsibilities and the weights and the mental load and all of that, that goes into both. And when I think about like the resources for women, a lot of that I feel like makes them feel worse and it doesn't teach them the how as much. I feel like we don't get the the knowledge and the tools and the strategies and the this is how you do it. I think we get a lot of you should be doing instead. And I want to encourage you, if you are a woman in this position where you're going, I know I want to be over here. Like, this is the picture. I see it. It's what I want. This is how I always imagined as a mom I would be. This is what my home would look like. This is what my kids would be like. This is what my marriage would be like. And you're holding up something else going, oh my gosh, this isn't it. And you're looking at the everyday going, why am I not making it? Why am I not getting this connection? Because I guarantee you, you're putting in the work. You're probably feeling like you're putting in double the work. And you're trying to figure out, how are these other women accomplishing all of these amazing things when I can't even, you know, get the house cleaned in one day? Or I can't get the house cleaned and the meals made in one day? And it all stems from the tools that some women have learned and how to manage the mental load, the heaviness, how they've managed to work through their emotions, their feelings, how that has all 
transpired into their life and how it affects them. Once you gain control over those things, then you're able to make strides in your life. You're able to make traction in the direction of where you're trying to go. And a big thing that comes to mind is fear. I've talked about it before, but fear and shame are the two things that are the most debilitating emotions for humans. Because fear and shame really mean like instant death for us. Our bodies feel like we will die if we experience either one of those. Whether it's on a very light subconscious level or whether we are in the deep throes of the emotion. Either way, it really is the biggest hindrance of us moving forward and accomplishing something. You will notice that as soon as you start to feel fear or shame, there is definite resistance. You get comfortable with feeling the feeling of fear and how we can coach ourselves and work past it. How we can feel shame, recognize it, call it out, and be able to move past it and be able to feel that feeling, recognize what it is, and then move forward. Because once you recognize what you're feeling, okay, this is this is fear. I'm really afraid, but why am I afraid? Now you're going to walk yourself through, okay, what am I fearful of? I'm afraid I'm going to be judged. I'm afraid someone's going to not like me for who I am. If I make the decision to fill in the blank, you know, homeschool my children, then the in-laws are going to think that I'm not going to give my children a proper education. And I don't feel like having that argument. I don't feel like having those discussions all the time. I don't feel like being questioned. I don't want to deal with the judgment. Because why? The judgment is going to make me feel shame. The judgment is going to make me feel like I am wrong. I am doing something wrong. Even though you are not, you're going to have to work through those emotions in order to be able to see clearly and to make wise decisions of what's right for you and your family. And I don't see motherhood books talking about how to work through your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts. I see this through business books. I see these resources available for CEOs and people who are building businesses, but I don't see this for mothers. I see them selling her, you know, go to go to Target by yourself, go to get your nails done, get a massage, have a bubble bath, you know, all of these like temporary things that are just kind of patting the emotions, patting the the thoughts, like, okay, you're uncomfortable, you're not feeling good, let's just real quick get to a place that makes you feel happy. Like, let's not deal with the real issues at hand, let's not talk about the thoughts you're having, let's not talk about how you're feeling, let's not talk about, you know, what what is really going on. Let's just cover it over and let's just move on. Let's just make mom happy as quick as we can so that way we can go and do other things. It's not important. But really, it is important because, hello, she is the CEO of this household. And when she is the CEO of a household, she has a whole lot of things going on. 
She has important meetings to get to. She has emotions to handle from her children and from her from people that she lives with. She is juggling people's livelihoods, right? She's the spender. She's the, at times, can be the breadwinner of the household. There's a lot of things going on for women. And we need to help them and support them and give them the tools of like, okay, how are you feeling? How are your thoughts? What's going on in your head? And what are you carrying around that you don't need to? Are you carrying around fear? Are you carrying around shame? Are you worried about guilt? What's going on? Let's unpack it. Let's look at it. Let's put it on the table and work through it. Because it's I'm tired of women just being like, oh, I just need to go to Starbucks by myself. Well, guess what? Like, Let's get the tools that you really need so that you can stop spending money just to take care of an emotional deficit. Take care of you know the mental load that's not being carried properly. And let's support you the way that you really need. That is why I coach. That is why I am here helping women because you need it. Women need coaching because there is so much input from our society and just from the media and from commercialism about like what a mother is. And they are like, you're this woman who does all of these amazing things. Oh yeah, and you should be happy all the time. But anytime you're gonna talk about a need or something that is important to you, we're just gonna throw some, you know, some perfume at you and be like, oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Not true. Not true at all. You know, some people ask like, well, what's the difference between therapy and coaching? So I'm going to explain it to you. Okay, therapy is to help you deal with your past. And coaching is to help you look to your future. And it doesn't mean that we don't reflect on things in the past and how you handled things and how you work through things or how things affected you. But therapy is to fix an injury in your past. Coaching is to help you walk through the future and see where you want to go, make a plan, and help you get there. It's like a guide to help you get to where you're trying to go. And People may feel that coaching is fluffy or unnecessary, but I'm going to ask you this. How many times have you gone and gotten a $6 latte, scrolled Amazon, bought things that weren't exactly a necessity, went to Target, strolled the aisles, found a whole bunch of stuff, all because you didn't know how to advocate for yourself? You didn't know how to get yourself out of negative feelings, out of feeling uncomfortable, fearful, shameful, ridden with guilt. If you weren't able to work through those emotions, no doubt you, you went back to those cycle behaviors to get yourself to feeling better away from those negative feelings. So... Add up those bills, and I guarantee you, you'll be surprised with how much you've spent. And that is so, it's so crucial for women to realize 
that there's nothing wrong with you. Like these are normal behaviors. We all do it. We all go through it. Some of us spend money. Some of us comfort eat. We go to the pantry and think, what's the latest snack I can get? We all are looking for like a dopamine hit. And it's we want to go find the place where we're happy and what makes us excited and what makes us feel better. And that's okay because we're human and that's how we work. But wouldn't it be so much better if you had something where you recognize those those behaviors and you could actually coax yourself and coach yourself through those things and be able to come out stronger and more have clarity in your life and be able to just focus on the things that really matter instead of aimlessly walking around Target looking for something to make you feel good. So it's time to start acting like what we really are. And we are the CEOs of our household. We are the CEOs of our lives. And it's so, so exciting when you start looking at it and thinking about it in that way because it really gives you this empowering sense of like, yeah, that is me. And you know what else? You get to take vacations. I saw a thing today and I just, it broke my heart. A mom put in a Facebook group the question, do mom get, do moms get lazy days? And all the comments said, nope, 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 nope. And I thought, well, that's sad. That's terrible. I used to feel that way. I used to think, nope can't rest got to keep going that's my job that's what I have to do you know there's there's no rest it's not productive it's not fulfilling it's not important it's not a good time something's gonna fall off the wagon if I dare sit down and I realized that was horrible thinking because my husband would go and sit down and rest anytime he wanted Sure, he got jobs done. He's a hard worker. Let me tell you, he is. that is definitely my husband's reputation, is a very hard worker. And you know what? He makes really good friends with the couch. And that's because he understands what he needs. He, he knows, okay, you know what? I was going to go work and do this this evening after I got home, but it's 6 o'clock and I'm really tired, so I'm going to sit down. And... At one point, I brought it up with him, and I was like, gosh, you know, it must be nice to sit down. It must be nice to be able to take that rest. And he looked at me, and he goes, well, why don't you sit down? And he was right. Why didn't I sit down? And it was because, well, all right, what do do most of us think? Well, I can't sit down until the dishes are done, and I can't sit down until I put that load of laundry, and I can't sit down if... You know, the dog needs to go out and the kids need put to bed and da-da-da-da-da-da. And I realized if I was tired and I wanted to sit down, it was my job to make sure I sat down. And so I've started training my mind that, sure, I have a lot of things I would like to do or like to have done. So which one am I going to choose? Because I can't have them all. Especially now, as a mom of six kids, you know, when I had one or two kids... Okay, it was easy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From this retrospective of now being a mom of six, 
looking back as a mom of two, that felt easy. Probably at the time, it wasn't easy. But I remember the kids would be in bed by 8 o'clock. And I could like have the dishes done and sit down. But it was this restlessness. It was this feeling inside of me of, you can't sit down. You're not done working yet. You don't deserve to sit down. It's not okay to rest. If, if you sit down, everything's going to fall apart because you need to keep going because you have things you got to get done and you've got places you've got to be and it's not okay. So I had to work really hard with myself to recognize, you know what? My husband loves it when I sit down with him. He's not upset. He's not bothered by the dishes in the sink. He's, he would love for me to sit down and rest with him. And I had to coach myself through those uncomfortable emotions of fear that I was going to get behind, shame that I couldn't keep up. And I had to rest and learn that it's okay. Some nights I am going to leave those dishes in the sink because it's more important to me that I rest, that I take a bubble bath, and that I rest. And so I really want you women to understand like (laughs) you earn it. You earn rest. There is nothing wrong with rest. You deserve it. And really identify When you start to feel yourself get all stressed and angry and frustrated about sitting down and resting, why don't you feel comfortable and rest? Why are you telling yourself, no, I can't? Dig into that and I bet you'll be able to understand that there's probably a belief there of something's going to happen if you rest and it may sometimes be just an expectation that we want everything to be perfect and that's okay you know if you're if you have that personality type where everything has to be done and everything in its place before you can rest is that really possible is that really something that is true or are you afraid something's going to happen are you afraid of something different that is stopping you from resting even if Everything's not put in its place. So really think about it. So on that note, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I'm, I really got on my soapbox here. It's amazing when you have like three hours of just being alone in your head. <laughs> how good you can feel and how much clarity you can get. So I'm really excited. I love this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And please join me in the Mind Mind Your Motherhood workshop. And it starts January 16th. I'm super excited to be teaching it. And I can't wait for you to join me there. Have a great week. You did it. You just took time out for yourself. I'm so proud of you. Hey, you want to stay connected with other moms just like you who enjoy listening to this podcast? Head on over to Facebook and join my group, Mind Your Motherhood. Or if you're looking to have a more personal experience, why not book a free call with me to see how I can help support you with one-on-one coaching? I am so grateful that you're here today and that you took the time to listen to this. I would be even more grateful if you would share it out or leave a review. What better way than to help a friend out, right? 
Until next week, I'm cheering for you. Now go hug your kids and have a great day in your mom life.